2: All right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon is uh, with me, and he's with me for the next couple of hours here as we talk sports with you. Busy program coming up. We'll recap. Well, if you're a Cubs fan, a disappointing, another disappointing night uh, in baseball, at least from this week as the Cubs, their bats continue to be fast asleep as the Pirates come in and take care of business. Meanwhile... Uh, down I-55, the Cardinals not holding up their end of the bargain as the Brewers continue to look like potentially Trent the winner of the NL Central. I don't think that's crazy to say when you look at the standings. We'll get into that as the Brewers play well uh, again last night, and they will go for the sweep in that series tonight, 6 o'clock first pitch uh, with the Brewers and the Cubs. But the good news is regarding the Cubs, Cappy, the most positive uh, of Cubs media, that uh, applies to their trade in Chicago. will stop on by here at about 1225. He's brought to us by our friends at heartlandflags.com. We are grateful uh, to Kevin and the crew over there for making that possible That uh, to get Cappy on a weekly basis. We'll do some bears. By the way, did you see the uh, NBC Chicago poll yesterday? Um pursuant to Mitch Trubisky? I did not, no. Just a panic scale. Where are you with your quarterback?
3: So low would be Aaron Rodgers. Ten would be Peter Tom Willis.
2: That's a good one, Peter Tom Willis. It's not there yet, but, uh, but anyways, that was part of it. And we, I'd be at about a nine. That far down. Yeah. Uh, You know what? I'm starting to think you might be correct, and maybe I'm wrong. But too early yet. It is. Too early. We'll do some uh, Bears. We'll do a lot of Cubs with Cappy as the uh, Cubs looking over their shoulder and don't look now. But here come the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, Bill Bender's going to join us. Kelly Bryant, Clemson quarterback, out. He's leaving the football team. I thought you said it exceptionally well yesterday. When we had Zubin on, and you asked him about it, and I'll use your term because this one stuck with me, unintended consequences of the four-game redshirt Mm -hmm. rule. And here's another one on that list, Trent. Kelly Bryant's going to play his final year somewhere else as he's been
3: passed by by Trevor Lawrence. Yes, he has. And it's certainly an interesting one where injuries Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, what if suddenly, right? I, you don't expect him to struggle because he is good.
2: Mm-hmm. But injuries,
3: anything can happen.
2: Look what happened in Nebraska when Martinez yes. gets the job. What's his name? G- Gebbia. Gebbia decides he's out of here. He's out of I, Oregon State he's already. Out, he's already at Oregon State. Right? <laughs> I think he was there within forty-eight hours yes. for crying out loud. It's a great, it's a great point. I mean, Clemson is bound and determined. Look, those guys on the defensive line, at least two of them could have gone out last year, yep. and would have heard their names called in the first round of last year's NFL draft. They had air quote unfinished business. You know, you hear that from a lot of people. Clemson really took it to heart that they have unfinished business. They're good enough to play in the national championship. I'm not saying they're better than Alabama <laughs> at this point, because two is Tua. Um, But still, you get my point. This is one of the few teams that has legitimate national championship hopes. And now their starting quarterback, who got replaced, is walking out the door.
3: So speaking of Alabama and the level that they're playing at, I uh, heard my buddy Chris Andrews on a podcast last week. He said on a neutral field. From South Point. From the South Point Casino, Mm -hmm. odds maker there. On a neutral field against This is the highest-rated team he has had in his power rankings since the Charlie Ward-led Florida State team of the early 90s. Wow. Right now, he would have them a 13-and-a-half-point favorite against the Reggie Bush USC team with Matt Leonard and company. That's wild. That's how highly in his power numbers this Alabama team is right now. They just reload, don't they? Historic. This is different. This is different, though. This squad that we are watching... Mm -hmm. What they're doing off? But a lot of now. those
2: guys on that squad, Trent, stood on the sidelines did, last year, waiting their
3: turn. Yeah, you're five star, and you'll play as a junior, right? We'll get you in at some point. You'll play some snaps <laughs> as a freshman and sophomore. But, but you got
2: two guys ahead of you; they were also five stars, right? You know, we I brought it up yesterday with Zubin, and I kind of uh, likened it to UConn women's basketball, meaning that you know before the season starts, UConn's going to win nine out of ten years, <laughs> yeah. right? Um they Alab- lost the last two, though. Well, true. Okay, eight yeah, of the last ten. <laughs> Four of the last five, eight of yeah. the last tens. Um, but regardless, you know
3: they're going to be there. Yes. You know Alabama's going to be there. Is that, is that is this good for college football? It's a question that I asked a lot this summer to our to our college football guys, and, and I know we bandied about about it. I don't think so. I don't think having where it feels like two of the slots are basically called for with Clemson and Alabama every single year. Those games have been great two Southeast teams,
2: mm-hmm.
3: does does it play nationally? As we see, college football continues to build. It is a sport that mm-hmm. continues to see viewership, numbers, endorsements, all those things. Money continues to pile in in college athletics. But if you get to a point, I mean, isn't the reason we love the NFL is because of the uncertainty? That's a good point. Any given Sunday, the Buffalo Bills can beat the Minnesota Vikings? Yes, indeed they can. Furman's not beating Alabama. Uh-uh. Not going to happen. No.
2: No, Old Dominion's not going to show up and beat Clemson. They can beat Virginia Tech. Okay, but not Clemson. But not Clemson. <laughs> right.
3: And, uh, I, and I don't think that's good. And, and if we get where it's Ohio State, maybe every once in a while somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then it's Clemson every year. And mm-hmm. it's Alabama every year. Then and it's
2: to it take Oklahoma and Washington and maybe one of the Notre LA Dame schools. Every once, every yeah, five, and six, Notre Dame school. Years, and, and
3: that's right. it. It's Most not good. Georgia. Yeah, but that's not good for the sport, is it?
2: No, because you're right. There's as it's constituted now with four teams.
3: Two of those spots are reserved, right? Yeah. Alabama didn't win their division. Right. They didn't win their conference. All right. Won they're the in. national championship. Bend for the doubt, they're in, and of course they win. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure Trent how to, uh how to uh, match that up. So Bill Bender's going to stop by Talk College Football at 12:45. Uh, 110, John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com is going to slide in here. We'll recap Wisconsin. We'll recap the first four games of the year and look forward uh, to the remaining eight, at least a, t- a question or two on what lies ahead for Iowa. Where do they go from here? Uh, we'll pick John's brain on that. We'll also do, because uh, as you know, uh, basketball fall camps are open. Across college basketball. So, we'll get a uh, couple of questions in here. I'm sure you might have more basketball questions for John than you have football questions. Yeah. So, we'll do some uh, men's basketball with John Miller. Then, we will switch gears from the Hawks to the Cyclones and the voice of Iowa State. John Walters is going to slide on in here and we'll talk, uh, we'll preview TCU. We'll take a look back to Akron. We'll do some basketball with him. And remind me, because I don't want to forget, I want to ask him about Jamal Tinsley. Because Tinsley okay. announced his retirement, I think it was yesterday. Was it not yesterday? The day before, um, he's retired from basketball, and just a remarkable NBA career. But Trent, I don't know. Um, like Iowa State's had some really gifted players; mm-hmm. they really have, just some dynamic players over. You know, certainly my time uh, doing sports talk in, in in the market, and boy, I might put Tinsley right at the top of that list. He was yeah. he was so fun to watch. I mean, it didn't end well with the Hampton loss, right?
3: Right. right. That and, that was just and the Baylor game in the Big Twelve tournament before that. Yeah, that was. I think. I think you know. Honestly, I think they're on fumes. I agree, but they, they, but you should beat Baylor. They put so much into winning, winning that second yes. consecutive regular mm-hmm. season title, and it was too much. Mm-hmm. Pfizer that season before. Oh my! The, the Stevie juniors. Johnson,
2: Kentrell Horton.
3: I I've, I think I've told you this before. Of course, I was in college at the time, so I had to hate Iowa State. Oh, and, and, the, and the hatred has dissipated throughout the years, and it's not, you know, what it, what it was when you're 20 in a morning. Sure. But I loved that team so Hard not much. to, right? Just watching them play. If they wore anything other than Iowa State, I would have got the t-shirts, I would have <laughs> been wearing the jersey. I mean, they were so entertaining. Incredible. And and looking back, and over the summer, I uh, I found on YouTube the Michigan State Iowa State game. Oh, did you? And I I, I took a while and watched the last ten minutes or so. And uh-huh. of course, the the guessing that was...
2: hasn't got a lot of clicks in Story County.
3: Well, I mean, Story County, correct? Yes, yeah, <laughs> probably not. Now in East Lansing, maybe, maybe so, maybe yeah. a little bit different with that one. What what a devastating loss that was! But what a great team. And Tinsley, it, early on, okay, this guy kind of. Playground legend. You mm-hmm. hear the stories. Brooklyn, through, New York. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, how is this going to work? Worked well. <laughs> it worked incredibly well. Yeah, indeed, it did. They yeah, caught fire. I, I've
2: told this story before, but Bob Dyer and I had is a I don't know when it was after. Prior to the maybe the Iowa Michigan State game the following year, and he went out of his way to like because they, they ended up cutting down the nets after right. they knocked yep. the Iowa State out. They they cut down the nets and and. It, I know he knew the market that he was speaking to, Mm -hmm. but he went out of his way to say, look, this just isn't me being on in Des Moines. Iowa State was the best team head and shoulders that we played in that tournament. And had it not been us that won, it would have been Iowa State that would have been uh, raising the championship banner in their gym the following year. And and he was sincere, I guess, is
3: where I'm going. Well, and they would have had to get past a bad Wisconsin team and... Well, Florida in the championship? It was
2: Florida, I'm pretty sure. I think we looked that up before because we couldn't remember.
3: Teddy DuPay? Is that right? It might have been. I don't know. I love Teddy DuPay, but maybe he's a little overrated in my mind.
2: Yeah. So that's (laughs) the guest list today and all of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. All right, let's go back to last night uh, because it was baseball night Mm -hmm. for for both of us. How would you do betting-wise, by the way? Continue to roll. Wow. Get out of Vegas. Four and and two.
3: That was last night for you. You'll take that absolutely every single time. Who did you have? What was Which one are you most though. proud of? Well, I had the rocks. Okay, yeah, that was an easy one, uh-huh. and in fact, laid the one and a half, so got plus one thirty money. Had the Mariners last night, and that. See, went I don't
2: good. even know who they're playing. Who are the Mariners? Oakland?
3: Oh, a day after they clinch. Wow. easy. bet. Yeah. Paxton's on the bump. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not that easy. They had to come back. They had uh Got down right away 3 mm-hmm. nothing. Oh, boy. I'll burn that ticket. That can go in my ticker tape parade from Vegas. But they came back and got it done last night. So, yeah, pretty good night.
2: Another winning night of the Condon Casino. I did have the
3: Cardinals, though, last night. Yeah,
2: you know what, Trent? I watched a lot of that game because it's uh, Brian Anderson does it for the Brewers broadcast. Mm-hmm. I think it was the fifth inning. They had bases loaded. They're down 7-3. They pushed a the run across and hit into a double play. Moustakas made a really nice play at third um looked like the Cardinals were about to I mean I don't know if they would have come back and tied it but mm-hmm. that looked like their best opportunity I thought to um to to maybe change the outcome of that game. Meanwhile down the dial on uh, Wells 23 last night uh, W uh, CW had the game. The Cubs were never in it. They fell down a three-run home run early. Uh Mike Montgomery who's been look tip your cap to him, right? Yeah. He he's not a starting pitcher. He's uh he's just one of those guys that if Madden wants him to take the ball, he'll do it whether it's a starting role or whether he's pointing to the bullpen and pointing to his left hand uh, that he wants the lefty. That's the type of guy Montgomery is.
3: How good was Archer last night? Cause I, he was good. He was out by the time yep. I got home last no, night. No, he was
2: fine. He was Chris Archer. Yeah. Uh, And he's got a pretty good record over the Cubs. So whether he was, you know, he had a couple of starts when uh, interleague play against Tampa, Uh, but uh, he he was fine last night. Look, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe he wasn't good. It's just the Cubs bats are fast asleep, and they they, they, the Cubs' uh, dismal offense made uh, Chris Archer um looked better than he was but he he confounded them last night by made another play in the field i guess that was maybe the highlight but you know lots of things to, to to talk about with cap chris bryant since he's come back from the injury he's got warning track power
3: and he got plunk last night he did in on wrist. the wrist yep. which saps power in general mm-hmm. i wonder if there's a possibility he's not part of the playoff roster no really if this injury is a couple weeks now Ooh. it is series to series. Remember. Yeah.
2: No, I know it's right. You get to change it. Yep.
3: So, if it's a one gamer, if it's a division series, I don't know. I, a wrist in Trent. They're closer
2: to the wild card as we sit here today at ten minutes, fifteen yep. minutes after twelve.
3: We could go Cause to because here's
2: because here's why. Go ahead.
3: Head on the pillow. Yeah. And the Cubs are not in first
2: place. That's true. And here's the here's the here's the bad news. I think Brewers are off tomorrow mm-hmm. before they play the Detroit Tigers of all teams, to draw the Tigers on the final three games of the regular season. And the
3: Tigers are 64-93, and 93, mm. just for reference.
2: DeShay's <laughs> pointed this out in the broadcast last night. He was right on the money. Strength of the Brewers is what? Bullpen. Bullpen. The Brewers don't play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. The Brewers, Craig Council, can do what he wants with his bullpen tonight knowing that Thursday is an off day. They will go into the weekend series with the lowly Detroit Tigers with the strength of their baseball team rested and turn it over to the bullpen like we're going to see a lot in the playoffs. Trent, if I had to bet my money today, where the wild card game is going to be played in the National League Either is it Tuesday or Wednesday? Did we determined that? I thought last week we looked and it was Wednesday, but I could be wrong.
3: I have it right here, Tuesday for the NL wildcard game. There
2: you go. So I knew it was Tuesday or Wednesday.
3: So <laughs> you I knew was, it was one of those days. Right. Uh, but regardless of that, um,
2: they may be, if I had to bet my money, I would say that this game is taking place at Wrigley Field. 7.05 first pitch. Cardinals, Cubs. Winner goes on to Milwaukee. On Thursday night,
3: ESPN has it.
2: ESPN has the game.
3: Uh, you can no longer, at least here. I'm looking for division odds. that they still have them, online. But it's
2: not crazy to think that, right? I mean, I'm not
3: no. crying fire
2: in a uh, in a theater.
3: Not at all. I, I'm. I think I'd be in the same spot. The Thursday,
2: the Thursday day off is massive for the Brew Crew.
3: It feels like they have to win tonight. And I'm not even sure
2: that's going to be enough because the Cardinals are going to come to town, Trent, knowing that this three-game series that they're going to play this weekend, they're not home free. Right? I mean, they're they're in a flat-footed race with the with the Rockies right now, and if the Rockies get by the Dodgers, then it's the Dodgers that and the Cardinals. the 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 final wild card is not going to be determined until Sunday at about five five thirty. Yeah. I'd feel much better if I'm a Brewers fan. All three of these teams in the National League Central could win 90-plus games? And Two the, of them could play for the right to host the winner of that division on Tuesday? Or to go to the winner of that division on Tuesday? Cubs are no longer the betting favorite to win the National League. So hang on a second. So the Cubs are no longer the betting favorite to win the National
3: League. It's not the Braves. Nope. It's not whoever wins. Is it the Brewers? Nope. It's not the Brewers. They're 7-1. to Braves are plus 550. Eleven to two. Dodgers. It's the Dodgers now. That surprises me. Mm. Big market. hmm Name you know. Yeah, they there that's a true. year ago. They were. And though they have the Rockies right on their heels, and and what happens now? Who do the Dodgers finish? We know the Rockies have the
2: Nationals, right? Will they see Scherzer Tuesday? Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yes, they will. Will he pitch Sunday? Well if he or stays on schedule because uh, he hit the three hundred last night. Let me see Nine. if the pitching matchup has been determined it has. I want to go there and see that Trent Condon. The Rockies. No, he it won't see him. He's not
3: going to pitch. Looks like his season is done. That's Ends with three hundred strikeouts. That's too bad. And uh tip of the ball cap last night.
2: Yeah, that was really something, mm-hmm. right? I mean, ten strikeouts again last night, zero walks. <laughs> it's um, unbelievable. Now, and he knew it, too. I mean, everybody in the ballpark knew. Yes. You saw his wife, his family. They were pretty pumped up about it.
3: Um and Verlander hey, on the same staff. How did the Tigers win 2-3? Right? Hey, Stars.
2: speaking of that, and you're right. I mean, those guys are pitchers. Do you remember what you, the you and I, at least at some point, spoke about in, I don't know, late March... Early April when we were transitioning from the you know, the tournaments. Tournament was still going on, but we were doing a little more baseball. The two thousand and seventeen Miami Marlins outfield, Trent Condon.
3: Well, you can of course, you
2: imagine being a Marlins fan and watching those three Stanton leave town,
3: doing his thing. Yep. Azuna has had a great year, but a nice year for mm-hmm. the Cardinals. No, he's had a nice year. And Christian Yelich is your National League MVP. I think he is. I think he is.
2: Those were the starting outfielders with Miami last year. They were patrolling in front of that ugly,
3: ugly statue thing they have in the outfield. Right,
2: in front of 8,500 some nights. Right. I mean, and Jeter takes control of the team and he's forced. How can you be a baseball fan in Miami?
3: You can't. Or you just wait for the, every eight, ten years that they're good. And, and you know they're going to be good for one year and then right. everybody will get sold off
2: the next year. Look at those championship teams. They've won it twice, Trent Condon. Twice. Since I've been on the air, the the Florida Marlins have been the two time World Series champions.
3: Minnesota Twins haven't won any.
2: No, they haven't. No, they haven't. They're not alone. Cappy's going to join us when we come back. Look forward to catching up with Cappy. Is he gloom and doom, or is he all sunshine and balloons? It's the latter.
3: Yeah, usually
2: it's the latter.
3: Yep. We'll see if if those uh, shorts are tightening up a little bit.
2: Though. They have to, Trent. They yeah. they have to. It just it just feels like the. Look, the Addison Russell thing's not going away. Right. Um he's they I, I guess there has to be some resolution at some point tomorrow. The guy that they paid all that money to take one of those slots in the pitching rotation. You Darvish has been a bust. Uh Brandon Moore, their closer, out for the year. Pedro Strope uh, put a bat in his hand in the game they Probably needed him to at least take the the uh uh the plate appearance they certainly did him try tried to uh leg out a, a stay stand of a double play where he pulled his groin running to first base in a meaningless spot um but that's where they're at Trent that's where they're at it's it's gloom and doom here we go yeah Fun. and look at we want the cubs to make a long run in yes. October it's better for business
3: we want the Brewers to be there we want the cardinals to be there we don't want the rockies there that's what we want right. We want the Cubs
2: to go further than the other two in that division. You might. Well, just for business-wise. There's more Cubs fans.
3: Yeah, the Cubs fans kind of annoy me anymore. Do they? Yeah, they got their World Series. Okay, enough.
2: They do have that. We'll talk to uh, David Kaplan, uh, courtesy of our friends at heartlandflags.com. Cappy is next. Bill Bender from the Sporting News at 1245. John Miller, Hawkeye Nation. John Walters, voice of the Cyclones. They're on the Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Trent and I return uh, after this on 1700 KBGG.
1: Now, listen to 1700KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700KBGG.
4: Simple enough. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally.
5: Easter Seals Iowa provides support for children and adults with disabilities in our community. From the fun of Camp Sunnyside to employment and daily living skills, Easter Seals provides a wide range of support to promote independence. We
3: have so much fun out in the sun, here at Camp Sunnyside.
5: Learn more at Eastersealsia.org. I'm so happy. Football's back! Fire
6: up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and pump it and drive home a nicer, newer car today for just 10 bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month and I need your help. Trade in your old car and drive for Just ten bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. I'm Joe Clemens, and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com.
0: It's Macy's Fall Fashion Event and Home Sale with the season's best trends, incredible specials, and a big 30 to 50% off for the home. Plus, save an extra 10 to 20% throughout the store with your Macy's Carter Savings Pass. Save 25% on great new styles from her favorite brands. And make any $28 Clinique purchase and get a free 7-piece gift set. Find style inspiration and savings for everyone and every room in your home at Macy's. Savings off sale prices, exclusions apply.
3: Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at completeautoraps.com. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. a dedicated
6: agent and much more head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be we are charterhouse real estate and we are changing the way you think
3: about selling
4: your home charterhouse real estate is a team office under space simply
3: are you interested in starting a new franchise you can find a lawyer right here in the state of iowa to help with your franchise law needs rush Nigan with brick gentry law pc provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise Find more information online at RushOnBusiness.com where Rush Nigget can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Nigget.
1: sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
2: Alright, All welcome back. Ken Miller. show 1700 KBGG. Is there a reason you chose that bump? Is
3: the reaper around the corner for the Chicago Cubs?
2: Yeah, well, it looks like Cappy, who may have thought he was going to have Tuesday night off to watch the wild card game taking place at Miller Park. Looks like he's going to be working, perhaps. Cap, Trent, and Ken, how are you? I am good. I you know, feel like this team is very deep, very talented,
7: and they've got Jose Catan on the hill tonight, and he's got to go out and pitch like a Ferrari. That's what they paid for. Yep. So I don't want to see a three-run home run in the second inning. I don't want to see you know, a one nothing deficit after half an inning. I want you to go out and dominate a team that you're far better than, but you're not playing like it.
2: Yeah, and it's um, I mean, Cap. There's a lot of um, I, I'm fingers, I guess, to, to point in a lot of directions. But the offense for this uh, Cubs team is, and they've, we've seen this time and time again throughout the year. Cap, the offense right now is dormant.
7: Yeah, the offense has been just awful, awful. They have not been able to come up with big hits in big spots. The contact rate is down. The hard contact rate is dramatically down from a number of guys. So you know, they face a guy in Ivan Nova tonight and. I tweeted this out. Anthony Rizzo's a three eighty five career hitter. I think Wilson Contreras is four fifty five. Daniel Murphy's three fifty seven. So there are some guys, Jason Hayward, three seventeen. There's, you know, four key guys right there that all hit this guy well. It's gotta start tonight.
3: How much is what is happening with Addison Russell? How much is that lingering over the team right now?
7: Um you know, I, I don't think it really is. I think maybe on Friday it kind of took everybody's you know, breath away, like, whoa, what happened? Mm-hmm. I think that was where it was at. John Lester said, boy, I'm glad I wasn't pitching on Friday because you know, it really put cast a pall over the locker room. But now, Rizzo said on the show today, come on, you know, we, he's a teammate and all that, but he's going through whatever he's going through. We have to find a way to play better, and we're not playing better. That's the problem. So we'll see if they can do it tonight.
2: And, and Cap, uh, help us out as far as Russell going forward. I guess the seven days is up tomorrow, correct? And then they'll have to, or, or Friday, whatever it is, it's it's uh, the next day or two. They'll have to come to some resolution. How's that going to shake out, do you think?
7: Uh, I'll be surprised if he's back on the roster. Yeah. I really will. Kenny Rosenthal reported last night there was some credible evidence from friends and all of that. So I will be very surprised if indeed they are able to get him back on the active roster.
3: You know, Cap, uh, last night, a very scary moment with Chris Bryant. We've seen him struggle this season, and injuries have played a big part of that with the shoulder. Anytime you see a guy hitting the wrist or the hand area, a number of bad things certainly can happen. No broken bones. The x-rays come back negative, which is a positive for the Cubs, uh, What are you hearing about Bryant, not going to play today, but going forward, could this be something that lingers and maybe just not a guy that might be available come playoff time?
7: Uh, I think he'll be available. I just don't think you're going to get the guy that you hoped you were getting when he got off to this great start in April. I just don't Mm -hmm. see it. I don't think he's healthy. I think his shoulder's a bigger issue than anyone really realizes. Wouldn't be surprised if they had to do some type of a procedure in the offseason to clean it up, but... He needs an offseason to hit the reset button health-wise, hitting the head, then the shoulder, then hitting the wrist yesterday. I'll be very, very surprised if he is impactful in the postseason.
2: Pedro But well, what are the chances of him being impactful? Uh, they, um, they, they televised Madden's press conference during the rain delay yesterday. I know that they, uh, Pedro Strope came up. I guess he's throwing the ball not off the mound at this point. What's the latest on Strope, Cap? He's
7: throwing it off a flat ground, but he says he feels good and feels like he's close. But, you know, once they push this, if it doesn't work, he's done. So that's why I think they're to that point of let's just be careful here, play catch, we got this covered right now, and let's see how it goes. It's, you know, this is not like you're trying to rush Mariano Rivera back. Nice arm, like having him, yeah. but you feel like you can have somebody pick up that role.
3: The bullpen as it's currently constituted, what is the setup? Say it, you need one 7, 8, 9, whoever in a divisional series gives you you know, things. Without looking at matchups, who would be 7, 8, 9 in a playoff game? In the batting order? No, 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 no. In, in the bullpen. Seventh inning, eighth inning, and ninth inning. Oh, seventh inning, eighth inning, ninth inning.
7: Well, I think you would probably close by committee based on matchup, I guess. If you had to put one guy there, it'd probably be Justin Wilson because mm-hmm. he's done it before and he throws, you know, ninety six, ninety seven at times. But I think what Joe's going to do is total matchup game. Oh, seventh inning, two guys on and one out. I'm going to whoever, lefty. Maybe he goes to Wilson there. Maybe he goes to Sechek there. Mm-hmm. I just thought last night the guys he was running out when it was still a ball game. It was you know it wasn't eleven to nothing and it's uh, Alec Mills and Brandon Kinsler. I'm just looking at a good – Jorge De La Rose. This is what we're we're reduced to, but they never did score, so maybe Joe was prescient, and he looks at it and says – Hey, I got all those guys fresh for tonight.
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of fresh, the Brewers are going to be that, Cap. They they have tomorrow off and play the uh, uh, hapless Detroit Tigers. They get to you know set their bullpen up, if, if you will. It just seems to me like the Brewers are going to find a way to win this division. Well, if the Cubs can go out and win tonight,
7: then they know they're going into the off day of the Brewers tomorrow, that the Cubs are in first place. Uh, at worst, they're going to be tied because there'll be a half game up now if st louis can win tonight and the cubs can win you're a buck and a half up with an off day for the brewers tomorrow and the cubs playing at home you could be two games up could be one game up you lose tonight and you may be out of first and then you got issues so then you'd have to win tomorrow and tie them and then we'll see who has a better weekend but they're playing the tigers in milwaukee Far less of a challenge than what the Cubs will have to do with a wounded Cardinals
3: team. So who would you rather see if the Brewers come back and take this division in a one-game playoff? The Cardinals or the Rockies coming to Chicago and Wrigley Field?
7: Cardinals. Now, it is a rivalry, but I think the Rockies are a better team. I do, too.
2: yeah, I'm with you. Kappa, one on basketball, because I know Trent wants to get to the Bears, and where I'm going basketball-wise is, are you surprised what's going on in Minnesota with Jimmy Butler covering uh, buckets the way that you did? Uh, are you surprised that it's taken the turn that it has? I'm not. He, if they didn't give him
7: some insanely massive deal, which they gave to Carl Anthony Towns, he wanted out of there. He has long wanted either put together his own group with Kyrie Irving and whoever, or go somewhere where he feels like he is the main guy, and I think he looks at that team and doesn't feel they can win and I don't think he likes being a teammate with Carl Anthony Towns; he doesn't think he works hard enough, and Jimmy's become a diva; he used to be this you know great kid out of Townville, Texas, that came here to Chicago and you know frankly just outworked his draft status where he was you know the thirtieth pick now. I think the Bulls are just thrilled they made the trade they made, and we'll find out where Jimmy ends up.
2: So it's nothing to
7: do with Tibbs, you don't think? No, I think he gets along with Tom, I do. I just think Jimmy's about Jimmy, and I think Jimmy wants to be somewhere else and wants to get paid somewhere else, and if he's going to do it, he'll go do it with a team he feels like he has a chance to really influence.
3: To the Bears, Cap, and uh, after the victory, not a pretty one, but a win is a win in the NFL over Arizona. They turned their attention to Tampa this week. Before we get into the Bears, uh, Dirk Cutter said today he is not going to announce who is going to start against the Bears at the quarterback spot with Jameis Winston back. Does it matter? I mean, do you have to game plan differently for Ryan Fitzger- Fitzpatrick versus what you see with Jameis Winston?
7: Uh I think the Bears, so much of what they do is based on pressure, so they need to get pressure on whoever that quarterback is, and I wouldn't call you know, Jameis the most mobile guy. He's a big, strong dude who can get out of the pocket a little bit, but he's not you know, Cam Newton back there. So, I don't think it changes a lot. I really don't. You've got guys that are both willing to take shots down the field. I just look at the way that they're defending, it's based on pressure. I was watching Brian Baldinger, who's a great who's follow terrific, on Twitter. Yeah. Terrific yeah. follow on Twitter, too. He did his Baldy breakdown this week, and it was Khalil Mack. And, and he, he Actually, Arizona, he pointed out on film, and I watched it. They blocked Khalil Mack with the right tackle, the right guard, <laughs> and David Johnson. Three guys at one time, and that's all well and fine. What it ended up doing was... It freed Khalil Mack against a smaller guy, excuse me, freed Akeem Hicks against a smaller man. He was able to get to Sam Bradford, strip the ball out, and while David Johnson recovered it, it was like a nine yard loss and it was just showing you the impact Khalil Mack has had on this team.
2: So are you guys talking about the first-place Chicago Bears? Yeah, is is that who you're about, talking yeah. about right now? All here? alone <laughs> in the division, and I'd like you to rewind the tape.
7: Who told no, you they're going to win at least nine games?
2: Cap, you you put your money where your mouth is. We won't forget that. We give you credit all the time for doing that. That was well done. I was on your side. I didn't go to nine, but I knew that they were going to be way better and would beat the Vegas number. So, so Cap, give us a sense of, uh, of the city. I mean, um, our Bears fans kind of taking a wait-and-see approach, or are they all in at this point?
7: I think that they are all in. People are excited. Now, that, that amplifies then that Mitchell Trubisky, because people are going, oh, we, if we can do this with our defense, our quarterback can't hold us back. But we had Dan Orlovsky on today, who's another great guest, and he said, I like Mitchell Trubisky. I think he's got a lot of great qualities, and I think he's going to be a really good player, but you people have to slow down. He's a rookie having played three games in this system, because he does does not count what happened last year.
2: Good stuff, Cap. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, David Kaplan. Look forward to it. Have a great day, boys. See you, buddy. David Kaplan, heartlandflags.com, makes it possible for us to catch up with the Cap on a weekly basis. College football, NHL, MLB, uh, NFL, all the sports flags, but it's more than just that. Garden flags. I, I highly recommend Take a couple of minutes, Trent. Mm -hmm. Go to heartlandflags.com. I can sit here and tell you about all the things that they offer. But uh, when you're stealing a few minutes from your employer at some point this afternoon, when you're sitting in your cubicle and you're just sick of what you're doing.
3: A lot of people are doing that right now, sitting at their cubicle listening to us. Well, I hope so. I hope they're not sick of listening to
2: us. Right. Uh, But when we go to break, here's a great spot. Uh, We want you to listen to the
3: commercials. But if you don't, heartlandflags.com. During the CBS Sports Update at the top of the hour. Bang. Perfect spot.
2: You don't want to miss John Miller, who's coming up early in the 1 o'clock hour, or John Walters, And guess who's coming up next is Bill Bender from the Sporting News College Football Conversation with one of our weekly guests. We're grateful to have him. Bill Bender joins us next. Trent and I until 2. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. News,
1: talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700KBGG.com. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines. Featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and of course, whiskey. Don't miss Des Moines Whiskey Festival, happening November 2nd and 3rd. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. I'm Jim Cook, brewer of Sam Adams. We brew Boston Lager inefficiently. The expensive imports, faster, efficient, and cheap. We age Sam
5: Adams for more than a month and use only heirloom hops. Glorious inefficiency in every sip. The Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass, save the flavor responsibly.
3: Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts.
8: reliable towing.
4: On Saturday, September 29th, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Iowa, will be holding its 12th annual walk. Proceeds from this event will support NAMI's education programs. It will also support services for individuals living with mental health conditions and their loved ones. The walk will be held at Terra Lake Park in Johnston. Check-in begins at 8 30 a.m. The walk will begin at 10 a.m. Walkers can choose between a five-kilometer or a one-kilometer route. To register or to learn more, visit namiwalks.org forward slash Iowa.
1: You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options.
3: dot com.
1: Sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG.
2: Welcome back. Ted Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. Jimmy B and TC this afternoon from 4 until 6. Bill Bender covers college football uh, for the Sporting News sportingnews.com and he joins us uh, bill thanks for coming on know you're busy um kelly bryant news obviously um i'm, I'm guessing added a whole lot more to your uh, daily agenda uh how big of a shocker is this and um w- once again we're seeing a college athlete do what's best for him and take advantage of that uh four game red shirt rule that ensures he's eligible uh to go to another school um, your thoughts
9: yeah, I mean, this is just where we're at in college football. I, I think Dabo said it best. I mean, it's Dabo's job. I, most people believe that Trevor Lawrence is the better quarterback. I, you know, and I know that was a sticky situation for Dabo Sweeney, but I think he handled it correctly. And on the other side, I mean, I'm still an old-school guy who I, it does make me a little uneasy when a guy leaves during the season, but he's doing what's best for him. The redshirt rule helps set that up, mm-hmm. and – you know that's what he's going to do. So I think it's it's one of those those two better just, are just better off agreeing to disagreeing, and uh, it's a decision you live with. And that's why those coaches are paid so much money. And you know quarterbacks are going to come and go. That that this is just where we're at.
3: So Trevor Lawrence becomes the starter, and uh, we know an immensely talented guy. To unseat somebody like Kelly Bryant, you have to be. What more do we know about him as he continues to evolve, as he continues to change? What more can this Clemson offense be now going forward?
9: I throw the ball down the field like everybody else is doing that's in that national title conversation. I mean, he ranks sixth in a passing efficiency among Power 5 quarterbacks, and the guys ahead of him are guys like Tua tonga Dwayne Haskins, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. Will Greer and Jake Fromm, and those are guys that are also on playoff contenders. And that's where the game is right now. It's going to be played down in the downfield passing attack. I think Trevor Lawrence has a hand cannon. People, uh, people like to tweet about his hair. He should be tweeting about his arm. He, he can throw it anywhere. I, I really think he has the potential to be a future, I mean definitely a future first-round pick, perhaps the number one pick.
2: Hmm. Saying a lot, Bill Benner from the Sporting News uh, is our guest. Bill, I want to talk to you about the Big Twelve Conference because you know everybody prior to the season. Uh, Trent and I spent a lot of time. Well, it's Oklahoma, and then who's that number two team going to be? And I don't know if it was the Army outcome or Iowa State playing Oklahoma toe to, uh, to, um, I mean, back and forth all game long, going toe-to-toe to toe with them. That makes me believe that maybe Oklahoma's not uh, head and shoulders above everybody. But Texas look as though their arrow is pointing up. Same in Lubbock. Um, that was a huge win. West Virginia's day defense may be better than advertised. This Big 12 conference, Bill, is fun to watch.
9: Yeah, I mean, I still think Oklahoma's the best team, and I do think there's a bit of an overreaction when you play a service academy. I mean, with those, you just – when you schedule a service academy, you basically sign up to bite your fingernails in the fourth quarter, if it's not – if it's close, because it's it's like that. Um, I'm with you, though. I think Oklahoma probably looks a little bit a notch below those big-time contenders. I have concerns about their run defense. I have concerns – but the offense is a, kind of a one-man show. Um, we'll see. I think West Virginia, Texas will have something to say about it. But I still think Oklahoma's the favorite in the Big Ten. I, I actually believe that win at Iowa State's better than they're getting credit for.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think that's fair. I do. So Sam Ellinger can, can, continues to improve. There's the uh, joke from a couple years back after the Notre Dame victory in Week 1. Texas is back. Hmm. Uh, Texas. I wrote that column. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we all said the same thing on radio, Bill, but they're not back. They're not there at the level of, of the mid-2000s, but how close are they? For for 2018 alone, it looks like Herman, after the loss to Maryland, has righted the ship and got them heading in a positive direction. Simply for 2018, what do you think this football team's going to be?
9: Well, I think, you know, they're going to play close games that are entertaining in the Big 12. I think... Um... Texas has recruited well. Ellinger is playing better, and that's the key. Um, I bet they really wish they had that first game back because yeah, if you think that Texas's back hype would be is is, <laughs> is out there now, right. imagine if they were 5-0 and oh going to the uh, Red River, what is it now, the showdown, the rivalry, I don't know, it's right, always whatever the they call out.
3: it. It's always the shootout. It's
9: the Red River shootout, good. Um and it's the cocktail but, but, party when we yes, get
2: to that point, right, too. Yes,
9: <laughs> Yeah, when we have to get rid of that, let me know. Just yeah. uh, put me in the ground. Um, but, uh, no, it's one of those deals where I, I think they have improved. I think they're one of those teams where they're going to play close games in the Big 12. And I could see them winning eight or nine games. And, but I'm not ready to say Texas is back until they're
2: holding up that Big 12 trophy. Hmm. Uh, Bill, um, Happy Valley Saturday night, 6.30 Central Time. Um, it's Ohio State, it's Penn State, it's the battle for the Big Ten East, I think. Uh, Michigan got off the map, but Nebraska's god-awful. Um, well, are, is, is your itinerary, are you being sent to, to Happy Valley? And then I- either way, uh, give us a take or two on the game, because I think the Buckeyes got a chance to... Maybe to embarrass them, Bill. They look dominant, but to your thoughts on the game.
9: Yeah, I'll be there. Um, Excited. Lucky Duck. It's one of those uh, great college football environments, a top 10 showdown. There's nothing like that. Um, You know, I think Ohio State will handle the whiteout. I'm not worried about that. I just think this is going to be a shootout. And I don't know that Ohio State will embarrass them, but I think Dwayne Haskins will make one more play in this game. Buckeyes are really talented. He's playing well, but Penn State, you know, they're, they're ta- they have not lost at home since fifteen. I do think the winner will be in the driver's seat. I also believe that you know Michigan is going to have something to say about it. That they, they looked. I know Nebraska looked bad, but at the same time, I mean, I always tell people, I make this joke all the time, and said the only time you hear about Michigan is when they lose, and you haven't heard about them for about a month, so that must mean they're doing mm-hmm. something right.
2: Well, good point. Accurate,
3: too. Well, we got that top-ten showdown. Another one happening just to the south of you down in South Bend, Indiana, as the Irish welcome in uh, the the team that maybe should have that, that four-leaf clover on their helmet, Stanford, after what they did last week in that comeback against Oregon. What are we going to see with the Cardinal and the Irish?
9: Well, that's a good point. That was a, that was a fantastic game, and Oregon found just about every way to lose it. Um, Stanford is a good defense. They're going to test the in book. Um, Who did well? I mean, Brian Kelly. I watched his press conference yesterday. He seems at ease, and I think you know he's comfortable with that two quarterback system. He's done it before. They're they're pretty good up front. I I think Stanford's going to win in a close one, but it's so close to call that I won't be surprised if the Irish do the same. And if the Irish win this game, buckle up because the, the playoff debate is coming. And I mean, and I say that because. Remember, the last couple of years, Notre Dame was in the top ten, the top six, the top five of the playoff discussion with one loss. Mm -hmm. What do you think they're going to be with no losses? Mm -hmm. They're going to be right up there in the mix. People aren't going to like it. I think it's going to be the most – I've been waiting for this, and I've been waiting for Notre Dame to kind of break the playoff, and it would be interesting what they'll do.
2: Bill, you're 44-27 against the spread. That's over 61%. percent is not say that loud. <laughs> no. This isn't based on 10 games. This is based on 71 games. Let me get your take on, uh, on a real big day, a game in the Big 12, West Virginia and Texas Tech. Texas Tech way better than anybody thought. Uh, the defense for the first time in a long time, Red Raiders playing a little defense. How do you think this one shakes out, Bill? We'll let you go on that.
9: Yeah, I had a good week last week against the spread, um, which means I always tell you guys, I always wish that other shoot dropped drop, though. Um, it's going to be a shootout of sorts. West Virginia, and you brought this up about the Big 12 teams, um, can they play defense? And this is that first game where we're really going to figure it out. And if they can, I think they'll be built to challenge Oklahoma. I like the Mountaineers to win this game. I do think it'll be one of those entertaining four hours, set your DVR for an extra hour and a half <laughs> if you yes. miss it. But I like the Mountaineers to win, and I honestly think they're going to go into November undefeated. That's a good football team.
2: Yeah, indeed. Hey, Bill, just real quick, uh, sporting news: Are they told you to be uh, on standby for some Indians coverage? Will we be head to Cleveland?
9: Yeah, yeah. Well, I probably won't do the DS, but if they make it to the CS, um, they've got a chance. They got yep. their pitchers back. I'm excited. Um, you know, this is that fun time. Ken, uh, Trent, this is my favorite time of year Me because. Too. Fall is my favorite season. I love the baseball playoffs. And this is October's when the, the college football, we get through that first month, it really starts to juice up. So blessed to be able to do all these things for Sporting News and happy to talk to you guys every week during the season. See how I spun that around to you yeah. guys.
2: Thank you, pal. We'll <laughs> talk to you next week. We'll let you go. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate you giving us some time. Hey, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, good to talk to you. Bill Bender, weekly guest, com. Lucky to have him, especially when the Cavs were on their run. hmm the Indians and uh, of course college football. He's at all the big games. Happy Valley this week. Ohio State, Penn State. Do you have an opinion? Do you have one game? Well, you know what? Let's save it for the other side because right. we're out. Of, we're out of hour. John Miller coming up. So is John Walters. Trenton till two. Ken Miller show seventeen hundred KBGG.
1: The Kansas City Chiefs play here. Seventeen hundred KBGG.
3: Are you interested in starting a new franchise?
4: Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $2,495 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Looks like we have another contestant
1: for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and under-deliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play.
2: That's 729 or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R.
7: Roof it, once, roof it right,
0: right roofing. It's Macy's Fall Fashion Event and Home Sale with the season's best trends, incredible specials, and a big 30 to 50% off for the home. Plus, save an extra 10 to 20% throughout the store with your Macy's Carter Savings Pass. Save 25% on great new styles from her favorite brands. And make any $28 Clinique purchase and get a free seven-piece gift set. Find style inspiration and savings for everyone and every room in your home at Macy's. Savings off sale prices, exclusions apply.
2: When the need for senior care arises, there's no place like home. Your loved ones should never have to give up living at home. Visiting Angels will provide home care for your mom or dad at home up to 24 hours per day, including personal
5: care, meals and light housework. You'll select your professional caregiver with Visiting Angels. Look up visitingangels.com or call 877 374 LIVE. That's 877 374 LIVE. Franchises are available. Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care.
0: Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is
7: now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to restore are sold to the public to support Habitat.